Now, I'm going to share what I believe to be the best point guard build in NBA 2K20. So, for the skill breakdown, or the pie chart, we're going to go to the one away from the second to last one, which is primary playmaking and primary defense. Now, obviously, it doesn't have finishing or shooting in, the, in either of the pie charts, so how are you going to score? Well, the defensive pie chart is overpowered because it not only boosts your defense, but it boosts your finishing. I don't know why, but that's how 2K works. And then the playmaking boosts your shooting. So you, even though you start off with a 67-3 and you're like, oh, I can't shoot with a 67-3, yes, you can. People can shoot with a 47-3, so you will be fine. So yeah, choose that pie chart. Now with the physical, it, it's crazy. You either have, if you go pure agility, you have a 95 speed and a 95 acceleration, along with an 83 vertical, which all three of those stats is higher than what they were on either of the other two builds. Or you can go with the agility and vertical, which your speed only goes down one, acceleration only down three, so you have 94 speed, 92 excel, and your vertical is now a 95. So personally, I would choose that pie chart. Now, you're gonna wanna max out your driving dunk and your driving layup. This gives you an 84 driving layup and an 85 driving dunk. With an 85 driving dunk, you're going to be able to get elite contact dunk packages. And you don't even have finishing in your, as one of your main pie charts. Now, you, you obviously have to be able to shoot. Every build in this game, every guard build in this game should be able to shoot. Or else, they can just sag on you and send the paint and switch the best defender on one of your teammates that can shoot. And then your offense is broken. So maxed out that mid-range shot and that three-point shot. Now, as a point guard, you need to max out your ball handle all the way, obviously. Gives you the most playmaking badges, and as a primary ball handler, why would you not increase your ball handle? It just doesn't make sense. You're also a defender on this build. So it, by maxing out your lateral quickness and perimeter D, you have an 85 perimeter defense and 84 lateral quickness. That's at least 10 better than both of the other builds. Now we got to go for badges. So on this build, you want to get as many shooting badges as possible. And you do this by maxing out your free throw and post fade, which will put it at a 71 and 83, and then take one away from your free throw, so you'll end up with an 82 free throw. This gives you 10 shooting badges, so you'll have your gold quick draw, your gold range extender, and then you can maybe have like silver corner and silver green machine or silver hot zone, whatever you want. Now. To, for me, you have to max out your close shot. Alright, let's go up to finishing. If you max out your close shot, staying dunk, and post hook, that only leaves you with 54 um, attributes remaining. And you obviously, you're going to need both playmaking and defensive badges. So, you don't, you don't, you don't want to do all that. So, for me, if you... If you only max out your close shot, which will put it on 85, and then you put up your standing dunk by just 12, which will put it on 37, that's 13 finishing badges. That's enough. 
that's gold contact, gold slithery, gold acrobat, like, that's enough. So, now, if you go to pass accuracy, with, when you can get Hall of Fame playmaking badges, you're going to want Hall of Fame for quick first step, Hall of Fame handles for days, Hall of Fame floor general, Hall of Fame space creator, and Hall of Fame dimer. So, honestly, you probably do want those 20 playmaking badges. So, all you need to do for that, max out your pass accuracy to an 89, and then just bring it down by 1. 88 pass accuracy, 89 ball handle. Don't touch your post moves at all, and you have 20 playmaking badges. Now, on defense, you're going to want to max out your defensive rebound, which will put it at 80, and then use the remaining on steel, which will get your steel up to a 72. This gives you 17 defensive badges. With just those 58 points, you're getting plus 15 badges. Now, if you put those 58 points anywhere else, like, say, playmaking, I max out my post moves, that's only plus 3. Put them into the finishing, I only get plus 3. Shooting, I can't even get more. So, you know, why would I not want to use those, those remaining 58 to get as many defensive badges as possible? So max out your defensive rebound, which put in an 80, and use the remaining on your steal. So you should be looking like this. 85 close shot, 84 driving layup, 85 driving dunk, so you will be able to get contact dunks, 37 standing dunk, a 73 mid-range, 67 three-point, which it might sound low, but I'm telling you, you can shoot, and it'll go up um, when we touch our wingspan and stuff like that. Pass accuracy, 88, ball handle, 89. Perimeter defense, 85. Lateral quickness, 84. 72 steal, and an 80 defensive rebound. You're going to end up with 13 finishing badges, 10 shooting, 20 playmaking, and 17 defense. That's 13 plus 10 is 23, plus 20 is 43, plus 17 is 60 badges. That's 5 more than the finishing and shooting pie chart, and 11 more than the shooting and playmaking pie chart. So if we go on to height here, yeah. If you go six down to six feet, all it's doing is giving you a speed and acceleration boost. It brings you down to an 84 driving dunk, so you can't even get contact dunks anymore. And there's no difference. There's literally no difference between a ball handle of 95 and 89, because you can speed boost either way. So if you go up to six foot four, you can you can still speed boost with an 87 ball handle. Lateral quickness goes, does go down one, does not matter. 83 lateral quickness, 84, same thing. And your rebounding goes up four to an 84. Now, if you go up one more to six foot five, you still have 91 speed, 90 excel, which is faster than either of the other two point guard pie charts. Tracking dunk goes up to an 87. And you still have 85 ball handle, which is one off of being able to speed boost, but you, you can get there with your... Um, with your wingspan. You also have an 88 defensive rebound. You have a better defensive rebound than half of the centers in this game. I don't know why your steel goes down to the taller you are, but as I said, that attribute does not matter. So for me, you have to go 6'5". Weight, there's no point in not minimizing it because your acceleration goes up to a 94 and your lateral quickness goes up to an 85, and all it hurts is your interior defense by two, which you're not going to be playing interior defense anyway. 
and your strength goes down by what is that? Three. Which, once again, you're not going to be guarding centers. You'll need strength. So minimize your wingspan. Put it at 175. Or sorry, not your wingspan, your weight. Now with wingspan. This build, it can play defense. But by upgrading our wingspan, the only thing that goes up is our steel. Which, as I said earlier, steel, it does not matter. You can have a 30 steel rating against steals. And this hurts your ball handle and your shooting, which you don't want. Now, if you minimize your wingspan, you get 88 ball handle, which is enough to speed boost. And your three-point goes up to a 69. Now, what this means is that to get 73-point, which gives you a huge boost to your shooting, all you have to do is get to 96 overall. If you get to 99.9, you're going to have a 74 three-point shot, which is more than enough. Now, now that I'm looking at it, actually, though, instead of bringing your wingspan all the way down to a 77, if you put it at 78, three-point and mid-range stay the same. Ball handle is 87, so you can still speed boost. And, obviously, any time you have a longer wingspan, you can play better defense. So I'd probably bring it down all the way to the minimum and then add one to have a 78 wingspan. But yeah, this build is called the two-way slashing playmaker, which in my mind is the best point guard build. So, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.